ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Coin Geek Weekly live stream. That is three episodes in a row that I've said the name of the show correctly from the get-go. I'm gonna have to put it in my uh, in my bonus check proposal, uh, which you know, should be coming any any moment now. Uh, before we get started, uh, anywhere else? Well, first of all, I'm Kurt Walker Jr. If you didn't know, uh, I'm sorry that I look and sound the way I do, but it is uh, what you get, ladies and gentlemen. But I want to give a shout out to uh, the lovely and delightful Alex Moon, my uh, my executive producer, frankly, the man that makes this show possible. Uh, he had a really, really uh, rough five days in Thai prison, but due to the price pumping, uh, we were able to put some money together and bail him out. Now, he hadn't eaten in a couple of days and and you know, the black eyes and all of that. He, he wasn't, he wasn't in great shape, but we think after a few years of therapy, he's going to, uh, he's going to be okay, but he's back on the soundboard today. He's, he's got his headphones on. He's behind the mixing board, doing all the stuff that uh, makes this show possible. Uh, putting in the proof of work on his exercise bike because uh, we mine all of our own electricity. So the coin geek weekly live stream is also run entirely on green energy. Uh, that may or may not be true. I don't even know, but, um, <clears throat> I just realized my VPN is on and I'm technically broadcasting out of Canada at the moment. So hopefully we don't have any, uh, any issues with the frame rate or anything like that. But I think if I shut it off, it might make me disappear. So I'm going to rock and roll the way I rock and roll, unless there's a problem, in which case maybe we'll take a minor moment to, uh, to reload the, uh, reload the stream. I also want to give a shout out to my wife, uh, who just took the kid out for a walk. Uh, Ronan was not, uh, not cooperating in the quiet front today, but I, I said goodbye. They're going for a nice walk because it's about 80 degrees in Chicago today, which is wonderful. It is a good time to go out and play. So anyways, um, I also want to thank our sponsors. Uh, very typically the, the Mr. Zatoshi who gives away, uh, Paper wallets on every single episode, so please get your wallets ready. FreeBSV.com has been very kind to give away FreeBSV on every single episode. So have your Simply Cash or Relay X wallets ready to claim the BSV when it pops on the screen. There it is, right there. Boom. I bet you weren't expecting it right as I said it, but Alex just gets me. It's incredible. So um, we'll take a take a moment here to to. Calm a couple of things down. Twitch did not buy CoinGeek. We were talking about that on April Fool's because that was an April Fool's joke. However, the whole Elon Musk thing, we're going to have to tell you that whole story someday. But there was some wild stuff going on in the background. But I want to give a personal shout out uh, to my friend, Josh Petty. Josh really did come in clutch right at the last moment, saved the day. Uh, and he had to step away from a family party to be able to do it. So double thank you to the frog, uh, Mr. Elon Moist, uh, Coin Yeezy on, um, on Twitter. He, he, he really helped out. Um, he did not buy CoinGeek. He's not my new boss. Alex and I uh, still work for CoinGeek, which is part of uh, some, some giant empire owned by some guy uh, who, who gets cool haircuts every once in a while. But um yeah, long story short, that part was a joke, but we're we're going to tell the uh we're going to tell the Elon Musk story eventually. We may even publish it as a tell-all memoir uh upon my retirement, which will be in about 50 years. So, congratulations to everybody. Uh we'll issue it as an NFT probably. 
Um, also, uh, I want to give a shout out uh, just from the news standpoint as people's questions fill in. So now that we got uh, people watching the show, please send this video around, post it to Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and wherever else you have social. Tell people that this show is live. We're doing live question and answer today because this is an Ask Me Anything episode. So you get to talk to this guy, Kurt, for free. You get an hour of my time, which is worth, I mean, I, I charge $10,000 an hour for consultation. So uh, you can ask your questions for free as long as you get them on the live stream. But please subscribe, like, ring the bell thing. Do do the Twitter thing the, or the, uh, the, the YouTube thing. I'm a YouTuber now, so I should, I should learn to do this properly. Uh, but please subscribe. Uh, let your friends know the show is live because uh, the show is much more fun when people do the live stuff. Uh, I want to give a shout out to check out Mitto.cash. That's M-I-T-T-O.cash. It is a new project by the Enigmatic Zatoshi, uh, which is a really convenient way for you to send a link to other people. You can give them any amount of BSV that you want. It uses Hand Cash Connect. And as you claim the money, it also, so it downloads the Hand Cash wallet and gives them the money you sent them. So a brand new, really cool onboarding tool called Mitto.cash. That's M-I-T-T-O.cash. Really cool tool there. And you can also check out Brightview. I want to give a shout out to uh, to someone who I was a fan of for, for quite some time. So going back a few years, we had the BCH Boys, the Beach Boys show uh, run by Connor Murray. And uh, I always forget his co-host's name because I haven't talked to him in so long. Shoot. Uh, but Connor, uh, Connor did that show for a long time. Uh, it became the Bitcoin and Beyond podcast for a while. Uh, but the show was a big inspiration to me. It's, it's part of the reason why I ended up in the BSV community in the first place. Uh, but Connor's business uh, that he started with his brother, Dylan, uh, just launched, I believe, in, in beta, or it's been in beta for a long time, uh, but Brightview. So the, the Brightview app uh, has launched today or yesterday, or maybe even the day before. But I've been testing it a bit. Uh, not a whole lot of bugs, but, you know, bug here and there to be expected. But it works really well, so I want to give a shout out to Connor Murray. Uh, please, please give your um, give your uh, hopes and prayers and everything else to uh, to Connor Murray. Uh, but Brightview seems like a really cool project. I'm I'm really excited about it. Also, interested on maybe popping on to be a guest? Send a DM to Alex Moon. He is at Alex underscore Moon eighty nine on Twitter. Uh, if you got something really interesting to talk about, we can put you in a five minute or a ten minute slot. Right here on the show, you just got to work it out with him on the back end. His DMs are open, so don't be afraid to uh, to reach out and say, yo, Alex, what's up? So, Alex, let's queue up. Oh, I just realized my private chat was covered with my notes, so that's good. <laughs> so uh, let's do um, – let's start bringing up some questions. Let's talk about some stuff. I got DSP here saying, hey, April Fool's is over. Yes, but my sense of humor never shuts off. I don't know. I'm only quiet when I'm sleeping. So let's let's fire away some questions. We got thrills and when moon, when Lambo. <laughs> it's a good question. Actually, we have fired away a whole bunch of um, really good information. And uh, doing the Coin Geek Weekly live stream has pumped the price of BSV from below two hundred dollars uh, when the show started up to I think we hit two hundred and seventy seven bucks today. Uh, so you're welcome for giving you all the fundamental mojo necessary to push the green candles up to uh to what they need to be, but frankly, I'm not going to be. Uh, I'm not going to be excited until we replace BTC entirely. I think we're going to do it just fine. Oh, I see. I got a real special guest just joined the green room, so this is going to be a uh, 
<laughs> this is going to be a spicy one. I have a feeling. Uh, Bitcoin Becky Legero saying, hi, everybody. Kurt Walker Jr. What happened to the Hawaiian shirt? So I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt earlier. We got mixed reviews on the Hawaiian shirt. And frankly, it was oversaturated on camera. So I decided to switch to my custom Satoshi Vision t-shirt, uh, which I actually made myself, which is a little weird, but is what it is. I got Joey Ferguson saying, do you take payment in tendies or eggs? I am willing to accept payment in tendies and eggs. I don't know exactly the conversion rate on, on either, but I am a hungry man and uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty easy to bribe with food. Uh, Carbon Craft saying, when Shua Moon and are things happening with Shua? This is, a, this is <laughs> an interesting question. Uh, Shua being the most important project to ever debut uh, PSV, maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't think development will ever be done. I actually asked Josh this morning, is, is the Shua protocol set in stone now, Josh? And he just kind of grinned and, and chuckled at me. So I, I don't know what that means. It was like a it's like a Craigism. You just you got to read the tea leaves and hang on for dear life. Unfortunately, Mister Weatherking saying, "What was the first NFT on BSV? Was it the Twitch hat or the Top Satoshi Nakamoto card? I think it was the Twitch hat, but NFT. It's funny. I've talked about this for a little bit. Um, I've actually been saying for quite some time that technically every Twitch is itself an NFT. It is a unique idea." shared on chain forever. It is hashed. It has its own Bitcoin hash and proves that an idea was an original thought at a, at a given time. And if your ideas are art, then each twitch is an NFT. But I guess that's a little too ethereal for some people. Got Big Becky, Bitcoin Becky saying, can you walk us through a different token platforms available on BSV at the moment? And what is the difference between them? Where are you seeing the most activity and why? Maybe we should bring on our special guest surprise it is the hey mr billy rose randy from twitch what is your title are you c cfo cto c something over i am chief meme officer at twitch meme officer Mm -hmm. fascinating yeah so (laughs) so all right we're talking about nfts we're talking about tendies and eggs how how did that get started i mean i i know the history of 4chan and and tendies and, and all of that but why, why tendies, why hats, why eggs? Give, give us a, a, a look behind the curtain. What the hell is going on with these NFTs? Okay, well, the hats thing uh, was, it was really just, we were, NFTs are blowing up and we knew we could do it better. We could do low fees. We could have them fully on chain uh, and we could, we could start to push the envelope. We've done NFTs before on Ethereum. So we have experience in the space. We know how it goes. And so, we kind of knew how we wanted to do it and how we didn't want to do it. And uh, the hats was kind of like, hey, the one thing out of the NFT space that we're seeing that's really interesting is when the the artwork is somehow attached to a physical piece. Now, this this was done at Ethereal when they auctioned off that $200,000 crypto kitty you know, way back in 2017, 2018. That was like the first time you've ever seen that. And then Beeple's first sale... You know, it had like, you know, the visual screen um, that had the thing. And then you also got the the IPFS, you know, whatever. And if right. the Ethereum NFTs, they're a joke. So yep. we've been memeing the shit out of that. But uh, anyway, so the, the hat thing was, hey, how can we make this hat special? How can we make it a collectible? How can we uh, create something that uh, 
opens up the market for potential future profit for collectors and Twitch users, because really that's our goal. Our goal is to is to have customer profits, not just uh, you know business profits, but also you know secondary and, and tertiary profits. So the the NFT and the and the limited edition stuff, like if you look at uh, Supreme or Kith, these these really big apparel, you know, kind of niche, yep. but uh, big apparel companies. Uh, what they do that they do great is they do limited edition releases, and you, you know you see this across all collectible items from trading cards to whatever. Sure. And uh, and so that was the hat idea. We said, hey, we'll issue the hat, and we can issue an NFT along with it. Now the concept of that is interesting. Um, it does play on the hype of NFTs a lot, but it is really cool to have your your token associated with your physical item. Um, you can imagine, you know, if somebody sold a car or somebody sold their house. Uh, and it came with an NFT that might drive up the value just a little bit. And it would, you know what I mean? It's, it's just a fun thing, but sure. the, the, the 3d tendies and, and the eggs, those are, I think those are a little bit uh, kind of higher tier just because they're, they're instantly integratable into uh, like a video game. You can actually take that 3d item and you can put it in the game right now. Uh, and you can also, uh, you know, we saw one of our users 3d printing, uh, I egg. saw that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like super badass. Now I want my egg 3D printed and serialized. <laughs> um, but okay, so you said games, like integrating into games, like right now, today, is there somebody doing that? Like I, I've not seen exactly how yeah, that works. Yeah, right now we just have digital items that you can own. Yeah. Um, but the future of it is is definitely that. Okay. So. Um, I, I had a theory, you know, I, I know you guys work with Attila. I know you guys are are related in, in more than one way with Matterpool and, and some of that. Um, is this is this the super asset protocol or, or how were these actually issued? No, totally this, different? Is, this is uh, this is Twonk's protocol. <laughs> OK, yeah, we have a, we have our own special protocol. I believe uh, documentation uh, is being built, uh, but okay. there was. There were reasons. There were reasons why we had to create our own. Um, okay. And a lot of it had to do with uh, the initial sale and invoicing and making sure that if an item got purchased, that somebody else couldn't also purchase that item. Um, okay. You know, I mean, within the same, you know, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We had to be, we had to be instant. Uh, right. And, you know, BSV enables that. I, uh, we are, you know, our people, they wrote a, pretty simple script i think and and we got it done it was really exciting the hat thing was really really exciting and then once we had that we everyone was like what's going on with the twitch market uh you know how can we make this real when really we had just created a i mean twitch.app slash market was originally yep. just a landing page to buy the hat uh right. and it, it, within an hour we were like oh yeah you know, this is the market now. And so then people started reselling on there and now we have the whole market going and we're updating it. We've added filters and sorts mm -hmm. and we're going to add search soon. So sure. it was really exciting and, and, uh, and it's all scaling and moving really fast. Twitch, we almost broke Twitch like twice yesterday <laughs> and people are joining like crazy. I mean, we, yeah. after we released the hats, it was like, well, what do we do next? And I had, I had a list, you know, of like 25 ideas. Um, but the one thing that I really wanted to do and, uh, and the frog, Josh, he picked up on it as well was the airdrop of the egg. Um, the tendy kind of came about as a joke for April fool's day. Sure. And we were like, we were like, 
what should we do for April Fools? It was this was the day before, so March 31st. Oh, April Fools, you know, it's all played out. Everything's been done a million times. Yeah. And, and something happened where I think Aaron, he just made the 3D tendy. And we were like, tendies. And then it was like, yeah. <laughs> and it was, I mean, this is really how it happened. <laughs> it was supposed to be a joke. Um, but once we had the tendy, we were like, hey, this this can easily be a real thing. Um, you know, we had already been planning to do the egg on Sunday. And we'd been working up to that. Um but we felt like we had to do something funny for April Fools. And so Josh wrote that really funny blog and we just pumped it and went crazy. It was awesome. It is awesome. Well, I mean, that was the thing. I read the blog and I'm like, that sounds like a joke, but who knows? Maybe it'll actually come on, you know? So, so when I talked to Josh uh, last week, I was like, Hey man, I I don't know if that's real or not. And so he actually announced it. I believe live on the stream was the first time he said, no, the tendies are real. They're coming. Yeah. Oh, Oh man, <laughs> like that's awesome. It's totally, so. really supposed to be a joke and became real <laughs> and turned out to be the greatest thing ever. I think is, no. currently tendy current price is like 420 bucks. So, you know, people who got people who got their attendees, man, they yeah, got they made like money. almost They're doubled in value. Money. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's excellent. We got a question here from Patrick saying, um, What do you think are some of the best use cases for NFTs? I'm, I, you know, I, I think we've seen. A lot of things that are possible and people are getting airdrops. All of a sudden, everyone's got tokens. But mm-hmm. like, what's what's the big thing? What, what's coming that everybody's ignoring right now? Well, uh, you know, the first thing that we had to do was we had to have the technology that worked, you know, to, to do any of this stuff. I mean, if, I mean, let me tell you, Ethereum really does not work. It does not work and it's not real. It's all <laughs> it's, it's completely uh, fake news. It's you might as well. There's no difference from having. Uh, an NFT on Ethereum than having an NFT uh, uh, on a on a centralized ledger, you know, issued right. by the, the company. Well, I mean, most of them. I I think people don't realize this that they're sitting on on AWS, which mm-hmm. is not immutable. Like you have a hash, you have proof that you sent an Ethereum transaction, but the thing you bought can just be deleted. You can be canceled. The thing you bought is not, it's, it's not only is it not on the blockchain; it's not even in the transaction. They hashed it <laughs> off chain. And then they right. use that. They, they put that hash as the data that goes on the blockchain, which doesn't. It's really. It has. I mean, I'm. I don't know if there's even a way to to get back to the original. <laughs> you know what I mean? From ICFS, right. I don't know. Yeah. But um, it it just doesn't feel. So with with the egg, you can actually go on the blockchain, just like this guy did that created the 3D printable version of it. Right. And there it is. There's the WebGL 3D file where you can use and uh, and it exists there and there's proof of ownership uh, from wherever it goes from there. So yeah, no, it's, it's badass. Uh, we got uh, Arcade Rob asking here, is someone working on an open NFT market on BSV, like Rarible, OpenSea? It seems like, so now we've got like the RelayX racks and we got the Twitch market. Yeah, I think, and now we've um, all kind of got mixed protocols. And at some point I feel like we're all going to have to shake hands and, and agree that one's the direction to go. When yeah. does that happen? Who kills who? <laughs> Look, the first thing I want to say is, yes, we want uh, artists to be able to sell their art without uh, any problems or middlemen or whatever else. But we have to be careful. We have to do it slowly. We have to take our time because people are going to take advantage of this thing. Um, people are going to sell all kinds of stuff that's uh, against our terms of service. like you know, a, a dick pic or whatever. We, we can't, we can't have it. We can't just have it be like, 
free for all. It has to be. Uh, right. So right now, the way that we're doing is we're set, we're accepting applications, and we plan to have featured artists, uh, and we plan to right. to move forward with it. At some point, you know, there will be a lot of artists on Twitch, and there will be a lot of different art that's not just created by Twitch. Mm. Um, but yeah, so yes, in the future, there will be a marketplace where artists can come to Twitch and uh, and create their own tokenized art. Nice. But we, we want it to be innovative. If you have a, like one thing that I'm interested in is seeing, a, so a lot of people have sold artwork on Twitch, like paintings. Yeah. I'd be really interested to see, you know, an NFT along with that painting uh, mm-hmm. where you have like your, your digital version of it and then you have the real one and it's a one of one uh, both ways. I think that that's something that we could, we could do quickly. You know, these are the kinds of things, things that already exist um, some kind of physical association or some something beyond just like, you know, I have this thing, although there is value in that as well. I mean, I, I have uh, a whole binder full of sports cards. What, sure. what, tell me what the difference is between my ownership of that card where I can say, hey, check this out. And I open my phone and I show you my rare hat and I say, hey, check this out. Right. Yeah. Well, right. It's the same thing. I, I got to ask, you know, it seems like all of a sudden, maybe six months ago, you and the other guys from Twitch started sharing like flesh and blood cards and Pokemon and, and other stuff. And I wasn't sure initially, actually, if you guys were kidding or not, if you guys were just pulling up other pictures or have you guys been collectors for a long time? Is this an, an old passion that's bubbled back up or exactly. what's that? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, um, you know, back in the day, I had a really amazing Pokemon collection. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, my mother gave it away. <laughs> I mean, Don't go to college, man. You'll I, lose your Pokemon I had, I had, card. I had multiple cars. <laughs> I mean, m- m- my brother in my collection was, I mean, I'm estimating, but it was at least $20,000 of cars. <sighs> so when this came back, it was like, um, at first I was like, you know, I was mad. I was like, I'm never doing this again <laughs> because I'm, you know, I had, it. I had, I had the jackpot. Um, but um, Josh started getting into it. And when I saw all his cards, uh, I was like, okay, you know, this is still really, really cool. And then I did, we did the Pokemon thing for a while. Um, and then Josh found flesh and blood and we, we studied mm-hmm. it. We, we learned about flesh and blood. We fell in love with that game. And then uh, I got really into sports cards. Um, I met a guy on, on Twitch who, who has access to, to, uh, you know, retail prices on sports cards which you can't get anymore. You know, Walmart's just right. like cleared out as you go to the trading card section, like right now. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so I just was like, Hey, if I can buy it with BSV, I'll buy a shit ton of it. You know, I love sure. <laughs> So And I love creating economies on Twitch. I, I buy things on Twitch all the time because just because yeah. it's like, it feels like, you know, I want, I want the economy on Twitch to thrive, of course. So sure. Um, but yeah, no, we, we got into the trading card stuff and, we did really well, you know, we were buying and selling and trading and having, having a lot of fun. Um, and now at this point, like, you know, we've kind of, the, the hype has kind of died down a little bit. We've, we've made our money and now we have nice collections as well. It's just really cool. And a lot of it was market research for, Mm -hmm. uh, Twitch collectibles. That's what it was. Well, sure. Well, and I I think that's, what's so interesting is it kind of segues into that is like, Mm -hmm. first you guys created this culture and like, I, I was, very early, I think I joined Twitch the week or two, you know, two weeks after it launched because I was like, hey, this is cool. I like this idea. I like to point out I'm also the number five most followed person on Twitch now. So I've nice. messed up River. Sorry, River. Uh, I know you were ahead of me for most of the uh, 
most of reality. I, I think I dropped down <laughs> the leaderboard. I think you got passed by Zatoshi. Yeah, Zatoshi. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually just had a phone call with Zatoshi. We're going to be cooking up some fun stuff. Nice. I like it. So, uh, so from there, like you created this culture, and I think that's the first thing you have to do. And, and that's the thing. I think the first thing you guys really deserve a lot of credit for is this sort of visionary, like, hey, I know people are going to criticize us for making you basically do a pay-to-play Twitter, but we're going to build a culture. And now you've got over 40,000 people using Twitch. You've got vibrant communities of people that are are kind of creating their own clicks and creating their own markets. And like, I feel like this is, is hockey sticking, actually. I, I think the amount of people that are joining on a regular basis is is increasing. Like the rate of people joining seems to be increasing. And then you've got this culture. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say like the, the economies that are, that are growing up out of that are, are organic. And now it becomes that much cooler to be someone who got, got an egg or somebody that has tendies. Uh, we got a question here from uh, DSP 28. Do you guys plan on use cases for tendies and eggs in the future? Like, are they going to integrate with other things that you guys have coming up? Or what's well, the? Well, we have a ton of ideas. Our yeah. main goal, our primary goal, is customer profits. That means you guys making money by using Twitch. Just keep that in mind. We don't do a lot of pre-talk. We do uh, when it's live. We promote it. Yeah. Um, so the answer is yes. Uh, we want we want everything to be as cool and as futuristic and as innovative and as Put, just pushing everything forward as possible, um, yeah. especially. I mean, and we really we have to be because the whole crypto world is ignoring us. They're or they're trying to, and so the only way to to breach that door and to stick our foot in there is to do stuff that no one else is doing. So yes, the answer mm -hmm. is yes. Awesome. We got Tommy here uh, saying, Randy, what's the time horizon for Twitch? Uh, to come out of beta and what's the plan to reduce fees to use Twitch at a certain user base number or, or is it a question? Is it going to be at a certain user base number? When, when can fees be reduced? Um, so Twitch is not in beta. I mean, if you go to twitch.com, uh, our welcome page says sign up and join now, you know, it's, yeah. it's not uh, in beta, but we, we're not opening it up where anyone on the internet can see your posts because it's not our stuff. It's your stuff. You know, eventually right. maybe you can decide or you can, you know, people can already figure it out. They can screenshot their own stuff and they can repost it. But, um, right. uh, and then the other question was, uh, reduced fees. Look, we want to reduce fees. We want video. We want images to be cheap. Um, so we're all on the same page there. We've, we've got a laundry list of, of, stuff to do and we're just happy that it's all kind of coming together i mean really right now it feels like we've reached a threshold of like this is real this is very very real and like you know our our time horizon has just broadened like very recently yeah. and yeah, yeah and, it, growth, and growth is happening and you know we're, we're reaching new thresholds of growth as well yeah well it's funny i think at some point over the last three to six months it really does feel like it went from like Hey, this is a cool idea. And all of a sudden it's like, ah, Twitch is the place to be. Like there's just there's there's so much going on there that regardless of where you last night, I was going nuts. I couldn't believe it. It's like, <laughs> you know, 
we, we still don't have like real time data and all the stuff that we really want. Yeah. But every time you refresh that feed last night, it was just pumping post, yeah. post, 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 post. And I was just like, and all I was seeing all kinds of people that I had never seen before. And this is, I mean, this was the idea around only giving the eggs to people who use Twitch. Hey, you don't right. use Twitch, you know, what are you doing? Right. No, it's, it's awesome. I've got a question here. Uh, Joey Ferguson, <laughs> I don't know if this is precipitated by something he's experienced, but he's asking, how did you guys come up with your terms of service? Our terms of service are very simple. No NSFW, right? No dick pics, no naked people, whatever the case may be. That's it. Yeah. Those are, that's our rules. And, uh, yeah. you know, as far as like data ownership and all of that stuff, look, we're not selling anything on the back end. And we are hoping to give users more and more and more control of their data as we grow. That's awesome. No, you're, you guys are you guys are doing a good job. I, I, I can't express how much of a fan I am. Uh, we got a question here from Richard saying, I'm confused. Some of the NFTs that have gone up lots seem to have no function. Is that legal? Uh, is it, let's see, risk that newcomers will buy the top and get wrecked? How are these NFTs different from everybody else's shit coins? Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but uh, if I don't see any difference between uh, NFTs that we're creating and uh, trading cards. So it's, that's what it is. It's a, it's a collectible item that lives digitally. Yep. We got one more here. Uh, WW Ocean. What about the problem of diluting the value of NFTs by issuing too many tokens? Do you think we're going to get too flooded and it's going to become passe or what do you think? Uh, well, each of them has its own uh, supply cap. And yeah, it's a good question. We'll have to find out with experience. Yeah. I think, I wonder, I think a lot, a lot of people, including myself, are betting on the concept that over time, uh, the earliest of the digital collectibles will be the most valuable. Mm -hmm. uh, just because it's like first edition or whatever, you know, sure. but it's, it is, it is a good question. I mean, if you've got a thousand different kinds of items, like Rarible, you know, you go to mm -hmm. Rarible, how do you know what to buy? You don't know what's good and what's not good. There's no way to know. The only way to know is based on the artist. And I would say probably the Twitch stuff is a safe bet, but I don't want to say that, you know, you know what I mean? I don't want to say that, but that's yeah. my, that's, that's my personal. Sure. Bet. I think it's important. And, and I think you guys have expressed this really well. It's like, it's important to have fun. And I think a lot of these other projects, especially in Ethereum, you know, I think they pretend to have fun, but it's actually really cutthroat. I think these people are, are here to make big money fast and, and make an exit. Like, I, I think that that's pretty clear across most of the crypto sphere, which is yeah, why everybody's I mean, focused on price. And, you know, I, and, and that's there are exceptions. There are certainly people that do take the art seriously and stuff, too. But but I think that um, what makes BSV special is people are generally in for like the long term. We've mm -hmm. got big, big goals, but then Twitch culture, I think is, is really, uh, is really healthy. And that it's like, Hey, we're, you know, we're doing big business. We talk very seriously about business, but then also we have fun with it. Like we're joking, like the nature of our business is, is sort of the nature of fun. Like it doesn't work unless we enjoy spending time together. So I think that's sharp. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I I do think that the, the NFT, I, I think you hit the Ethereum stuff on the head. 
And our, our whole thing is like, look, if you don't want to buy something, don't buy it, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? With, yeah. But with Ethereum and with, I mean, I think that it's, it's just the culture of cryptocurrency is that it's like you buy something with the expectation of the number going up because that's all it's ever done. Like that's yeah. all it, there is no other thing that it can do. It either goes sure. up or goes down. And that's yeah. kind of the, the nature of the whole culture. Even if you look at farming and uh, like, you know, the dividends and the, and the interest yeah. and all that stuff, it's, a, it's, a, it's all the same. It's all about money. And Twitch is, is, Twitch is a world of money that's all about business and mm-hmm. memes and having fun and, and engaging yeah. and being a part of an economy. It's a lot different. It's like, it's like the difference between like being a part of society and then just like owning uh, a stock. You know, it's like a whole right. different thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I absolutely. Got that. Patrick asking, do you think digital art is the best use case for NFT or do, or do you think they're going to find a real market fit somewhere else? The future of NFTs is digital items. It's items that you can own digitally. If there's... Um, Wow, you really threw this uh, ad up right in my face. <laughs> <laughs> look, you can look if you if you had if you've ever seen Ready Player One, it's a virtual reality universe where people engage in business. Most of their livelihood happens in this world, and uh, and they own property and all of this stuff, and they build businesses and and they build items that you people can purchase from them and then they're better at the game that's the world that we're, we're talking about we're talking about like digital property ownership in a yep. virtual world and and i and a lot uh a, another thing that's really interesting that you can think about digital tokens is ar as well not just vr but also ar nice i like it got thrills asking what about utility for the nfts are you going to be the first company to offer utility to nfts where they where they do something Big and surprising. I'm, I'm there are ideas. You know, they could be like there could be interest earned on the ownership of an NFT. There could be um, like you could get free Twitch posts and likes and whatever else. Well, we're thinking about it, um, yeah. but for now it's it's really just like we're having fun, we're experimenting, and we're in the prototype phase. It's obvious that sure. NFTs are extremely popular and fun for people. Yeah. And so that's all it is right now. I got a question here from RM Hogue or Hugh or something, uh, but I'm going to actually add to it uh, saying, what's with the reflection on the egg? But I got to ask, who made the egg physically and who photographed it? And what did that process look like? Well, it was never photographed. It's a, it's a completely uh, 3D digital item. I think the programs are like Blender and Web. I think it's all code. It's like WebGL. Oh, okay. So, so there was not a physical egg that was like scanned or anything like that to make the 3D image? Mm-mm. No, there's just uh, Aaron, our, our one of our co-founders, is just uh, he just knows how to do a lot of stuff and he knows a lot about futuristic technologies. I mean, this guy's amazing. <clears throat> I forgot. I remember having a conversation with Aaron about uh, he was talking about like wireframe and digital animation and he blew my mind because i i've worked in like a little bit of that he's always pushing us he's always pushing yeah. forward he knows what all the new products that are the good <laughs> ones and the bad ones and he knows the difference and yeah. what it all means i mean he's he's uh 
he's really ahead of the curve on a lot of things. And he was ahead of the curve on Bitcoin. And before that, it was whatever else he was doing. I mean, this guy's really, yeah. he's that guy. Yeah, he really is. No, that, that's awesome. Uh, we got, here's a good question. When more than 256 characters, we want to say more. Oh my God. I've been talking about this for <laughs> years. Yeah. Obviously. We, I mean, we, yes, I know we've got a lot on our plate. That's all. <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, here's from Josh. A serious question, Randy. What do you think about AMC? I need a brainiac opinion. Is he talking about the stonk? <laughs> He must be. Oh, this is uh, that was. Oh no, it's face. That's oh no, it's me. Yeah, no, we get we get good questions from him every week. Where I'm not sure if he wants <laughs> to know or if he's just screwing with us. <laughs> Do I think movie theaters are coming back? I hope so. I like the movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what I thought would be cool if we did on here was if we talked about the chart because you haven't. Uh, you're a chartist, and I haven't seen any Kurt Worker charts in a long time. Mm. And I was looking at the BSV BTC chart, which looks like nice. We're in a nice little spot here. And, uh, and I was looking at the monthly chart, and we've got four green monthly candles in a row on BSV, yes, which sir. never happened before. And we haven't broken all-time highs yet. So I, I'm just I'm very excited about what these uh, tea leaves are telling me these days. A Alex, maybe we, can, uh, maybe we can make this work. I just sent you a, uh, a trading view link because I was looking at the chart earlier. Uh, maybe we can do a practice screen share and see if we can talk about the chart live on the air. We'll do some, uh, some mad money uh, <laughs> CoinKeek weekly live stream style. He says, I can share it. Uh, how does Kurt share it? Let's let's do a little bit of live live editing here. Screen share. Uh, share screen. Hopefully I don't share anything crazy. Chrome tab. Hmm. Let's try this one. Aha! <laughs> We've done it. All right. Got it. Got it. So we can take a gander here. Uh, this is the entire history of BSV USD. 250 looks like nothing in this in the whole, mm. in the whole history. Absolutely. So here's here's what I've done here. Right now I'm looking at stochastic RSI, which is a momentum indicator. And every time the blue line crosses up above hard on the red line, we get these big candles. So I marked it. Uh, well, we just did that again on March 15th, which was the buy zone. We touched this line at like 179 bucks. That was the buy zone. Now from there, uh, obviously we got a long way to go. It, it's not considered overbought until we get above, uh, this purple zone here, uh, which is like 80 in the RSI. Mm -hmm. Now I know our, we, we don't typically talk price and all of that on, uh, you know, in, in CoinGeek universe and BSV. So I don't expect everyone to be an, an analyst. But what that indicates or what it should indicate is that we're about to start to make our way back up to the top of this channel, which would put us in the 750 to 850 zone. Can, would can be, you show the, the monthly chart? What are we looking at here? Weekly? Yeah, let's go to monthly. So if you look at the monthly and of all time, I mean, all the previous pumps were one month, boom, right? Mm -hmm. And it comes pretty much back down to create higher lows. Um, yep. This time, however, look at that nice little curve we're starting to get. We've got four yep. green 
monthly candles, which is, I mean, it's only, it's a me, it's only a matter of time before we see another one of those big boys yep. over there. On well, the and each, each candle body is bigger than the last too. So it indicates increasing momentum, which you also see here on the monthly stochastic RSI is it's why the blue line is getting further away from the red line is it's showing that uh, the momentum is, is turning in, and even still turning increasingly bullish. So uh, go, to, go, to the, go to the BSV BTC. Sorry. I was just like, I was into this today. <laughs> no problem. Well, and, let me see and I, I always, I, you know, I always reach out to you when I'm doing my chart stuff. That's true. Maybe this will be a new staple of the CoinGeek Weekly live stream. Alex, am I going to get fired here? If you can cut me off there if I'm not supposed to be talking price. <laughs> uh, BTC. Chart. Take a gander. Interesting. <laughs> Old show notes. Look at uh, that. Look at that yeah. nice little... Little U-turn we're getting on this BSV yep. BTC. I mean, we we do have a long way to go. If you go to the previous uh, times when we had the bottomed out, it did. You yep. do this similar thing where it U-turn, mm -hmm. right? Yep. But um, we we we've never had such a long way to go uh, right. to catch up in USD terms to beat. <laughs> no, for sure. Well, and it's that's the huge opportunity too. So. Right. Yeah, I, I often so, say to my friends and family that this is the greatest investment opportunity in the history of mankind is Bitcoin SV. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And, and you know, it's it's funny because like as a chart analyst, you know, you, you can talk charts all day. But Doesn't fundamentally, yeah. well, fundamentally, I mean, we're the only people that are making long term plans and executing them. It's just not happening anywhere else. So, like, I have I have a, a prediction that I haven't said publicly but what i what i think is going to happen is that the rest of the crypto blockchain market hey everybody get that free bsv snapshot hey. so <laughs> what i think is going to happen is is everything else is going to enter the bear market i think btc is going to start to just downtrend ethereum all these things they've had huge runs but bsv is going to continue its slow steady climb and at some point amid the next bear market bsv is going to crisscross and, and take back tons and tons and tons of market share and, and and that's if there's no like black swan event or no big you know some big thing that changes everything but you know all these like coming soon things that have become the the big uh the big meme here in bsv most of them are actually big things that are being worked on behind the scenes and and as those continue well, were, to roll out it was like lawsuits it's the this, most boring I, I, thing in the history of mankind <laughs> yes but there's also big business stuff. You know, you get the, you know, Calvin, for example, has been talking about like fabric for, you know, he's been, he's been saying fabric for nine months across Twitter. Ah, oh, fabric's going to change this fabric's going to, and I think people don't think they exist. They don't think it's real. And like when their stuff rolls out, then all of a sudden there's, there's big institutional opportunity for BSV and then other things like that. So it's, uh, I think things are going to continue to roll out. The fundamentals are going to continue to get stronger. But I really think that that's the big thing. I think that amid the next bear market, BSV takes back tons and tons of market share from everybody that was just based on hype. And then um, I think we continue to follow that trend, just like sound money should. You know, the, oh. the thing about uh, the slow... Sorry, can you hear me? Yep, you're good. The, the thing about the slow... Um, roll up is that 
my developer Harry said that to me the other day as well. He was like, let's just keep having it go up nice and slow and steady wins the race, you know? But the, is that Bitcoin? You know, it's like, I don't know. I don't think so. I think what we see, uh, by the way, this is a painting that I got on there. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> um, no, yeah. What we see generally in Bitcoin is huge hype phases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, sure. you know, but but the fact that there's now utility, mm-hmm. uh, it changes the floor. Yeah. I don't think it changes the 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 hype cycles. I think it changes mm. kind of like when people see BSV and realize what it is. It's like the revelation that you had in 2010 or whatever the first time you read the white paper. It was like, sure. oh, you know, this is real, and it it's going to be. Uh, something that is very uh, prevalent in our lives in the future, uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, hey, I checked my wallet today. You know, what is that? Right. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. I mean, it's it's an interesting, it's a curious uh, bit of human. I mean, humanity, I guess. You know, think, where, about, where you... think about BSV people. We don't. We're not like obsessed, overly obsessed with the price of the coin and worried about. Every day, if it goes up or goes down, it's like it doesn't even matter. The, the Bitcoin exists. Bitcoin right. exists. Yeah. So get as much of it as you can, yeah. you know, and just like engage in the economy that's that's being built on it because it, it only knows growth. It's like it's like government, you know, government only knows how to grow, you know. Well, it's like, I mean, it's something like oil. And I've told people a couple of times, I think I've actually talked about this with Daniel Krawitz too. Like, hey, this is like, we're the only people, or there's like a few thousand of us that know that oil is going to be the most important part of the economy. And we're living in like the year 1800. Mm -hmm. So the few of us that know are trying to buy up all the land that has all the oil, Mm -hmm. maybe because we don't even get to benefit in the biggest way from it. But we know that like our kids, our grandkids and everybody else is, is going to, own the thing that creates the economic opportunity for the next, you know, several generations down. And I really believe that that's what BSV is. It's, it's fuel. It is fuel for the new data economy. Did you know that uh, gasoline was actually a throwaway product of oil back, uh, you know, in the Rockefeller days and then Rockefeller himself actually was like, ah, I can't believe we're like, we're throwing away this refined part of oil what yeah. can it be used for and then he figured it out you know, and now gasoline is the oil product you know yeah so no, it's, it's kind of a it's a little bit of a similar analogy yeah well and, and that's the thing if 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 demand for twitch and demand for you know all, all these other things all of these great ideas I and mean, we've we've had a bunch of stuff debuted on this show like as demand for each of those things goes up then demand for bsv goes up so like right now you know twitch has forty thousand users but how much is BSV going to be worth when Twitch has 4 million users who want to continue to interact with their community and their businesses and their friends? Like that's, I mean, that's a business model, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We got Richard here saying, uh, why does BSV have a culture of not being interested in price? The emperor, who's Daniel Krawitz, uh, taught us how important it is. What do you think, Billy? Where did that start? It's not, a, I mean, look, First of all, no, we are interested in price. That's why we were just looking at the charts and we love it and it's fun. But it's a secondary part of the thing. What we're doing here is we're trying to build a real economy that Mm -hmm. can 
give individuals ownership uh, and the right to choose how to and how not to use their own money and control and, and preserve their own wealth. And so, yeah, the, the primary goal is to build an economy and the secondary uh, kind of effect of that becomes price increase, which is obviously fun. The earlier you get in, the more uh, wealth you get to preserve over yeah. time. No, absolutely. I think, um, do you have any closing thoughts? Does anybody deserve a, a shout out? I want to, you know, give you the opportunity to segue here whenever. I mean, I could go, I could probably talk to you for, you know, all night. We can break out beers in a few hours if you yeah. want. But. <laughs> uh, not a shout out to everybody who uses Twitch. I mean, that's always a big one. Shout out to you, Kurt. We appreciate everything that you do. Um, I think that kind of like rhetoric and narrative is a very important part of what we're doing here and what we're trying to do and to just grow faster. That's what, that's all we want is we want faster growth over time. Absolutely. Um, so anyone, everyone who uses Twitch, everyone who got an egg, look, you're in for some surprises in the future. So stay tuned. We are going to build the premium product. That's what we want. We want to have, we, our users are paying customers. They're not just users. They're customers. We talk to them every day. We care about them. We want them to have a great experience. We know that there's a lot that we can improve and we are actively every single day, every hour of every day working towards that goal. Awesome. I don't know if there's anything that you could have said better, man. <laughs> you are the chief meme officer. That's yeah. uh, that's awesome. So, yeah. well, a big, a big thanks for me. I mean, between me and you, you know, you're, you're Randy on the internet, but I think of you as my friend, Billy. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you guys are doing. Uh, and I appreciate, you know, being able to, to DM and, and shoot the shit and parse out, uh, you know, Hey, what the hell are any of us doing in this damn economy during mm -hmm. the dark days too? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, and I appreciate you jumping on here and, and frankly, you know, tell, tell Josh too, like, Hey, thanks for bailing me out last week. <laughs> so I appreciated that too. <laughs> I was having fun in that comment section. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. So we're, we're having a good time. It's, it's been, it's been great spending, you know, two, two plus years back when like everyone thought we were crazy and now we're, we're starting to gain some people. Saying, we're coming up on three years since uh, inception of yeah, USV. Sick. <laughs> it's incredible. So thanks again, back. man. <laughs> I'm uh I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna do All some right. wrap up. Thanks I'll take a couple me. other random questions. Thanks again, brother. Talk soon. So Alex, if we can queue up some other questions. Anybody else has ooh, there's another opportunity. Go for the the simply cash or the relay X. Well, I get those, get those Satoshis, everybody. Uh again, from our other or one of our many, frankly, dear friends here uh at the CoinGeek weekly, weekly live stream. Mr. Zatoshi there. I screwed the I screwed the name up. We know I'm still human. Uh, if we got another good questions, if you want to ask anybody else, uh, you know, non-twitch questions or some of the questions uh, that happened before Billy popped on, you have any fundamental Bitcoin questions, we can talk about history, politics, uh, anything else here. We got about 10 minutes before uh, I'm going to wrap up in the soon. take a little sip of water for myself. Uh, I don't know if I've got a sore, like my allergies or something came back. So that's, um, that's what it is. Rob asking who is, who is the guest supposed to be last week? We advertised who the guest was supposed to be last week. Everybody, we got stood up by 
one of the richest men in the world. And uh, I'm going to let him know right now, we're going to buy Tesla someday. I'm going to own it. I'm going to build better cars. It's going to be great. <laughs> so me, me and Alex, co-CEOs of Tesla circa 2031. So, <clears throat> yeah, we got uh, we got that going on. I got uh, let's return. We have a question from uh, Becky from <laughs> 30 minutes ago. She's saying, can you walk us through the different token platforms available on BSV at the moment? And what is the difference between them? Where are you seeing the most activity and why? Also, NFTs, can you clear up some common misconceptions on NFTs and explain to us what's happening with them within the BSV ecosystem? Some examples, maybe. That's a really good long question that deserves probably a whole episode, frankly. But I will give a very quick rundown. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the history of tokens, first of all. So what is a token? A token is a thing which represents another thing. So I can give you an IOU, like a dollar. Dollars used to be redeemable for a certain weight of silver or gold or whatever the reserve asset was that the dollar was issued against. So that dollar is itself a token for silver until it was removed from the gold standard, causing all these people called cypherpunks to say we need digital sound money, frankly. So it also created the gold bugs. So we got the people like Peter Schiff, and then we get the people that are like David Chom, who, who kind of created the two versions of like, hey, we need sound money back. So you have the physical guys, and you have the digital guys. Well, Bitcoin really is the combination of both of those things. But once you have a sound money, it allows you to then issue other assets that are pegged to that uh, to that primary asset. So you can tokenize, uh, let's just say a digital dollar. So your digital dollar can be representative of a physical dollar that is sitting somewhere else. Or you could tokenize something like your home or your house, or you could sell shares. Uh, and shares is actually another thing that, that adds to the, uh, the opportunity here. So a company and company stock, each of those uh, individual pieces of stock, shares of stock are tokenized company assets. So if you break a company into 10,000 shares, each one of those shares is one of 10,000 tokens. So you can do this with anything. So anything that can be made divisible can be made divisible using the public ledger. And that allows you to have a perfect chain of custody that goes from one person to the next. It's trackable. Who bought it? How much did they pay for it? What was the exact time that the transaction occurred? how much value is transferred, and all of those kind of things. So there's a, there's a big opportunity there with tokens conceptually, okay? Now, the question is, is how do we implement them? And right now, we have like a dozen token protocols in BSV that make it that uh, things are a little bit unclear uh, what token protocol we're going to go with. So on Ethereum, they all agreed to the ERC-20 protocol. So everybody that creates a token, if you create that token, compatible with ERC-20, then they can interact with each other on the same protocol. In BSV, uh, let, let's just take two. Uh, we can take ELAS tokens, which are uh, from the company ELAS Digital. Uh, Brendan Lee and, and some other guys there uh, created that token standard. And it's super flexible, allows you to do all kinds of other things. Uh, but the people from MatterCloud, Matterpool, created the super asset protocol. Also very flexible, also does all kinds of things. Uh, then you have like, uh, let's see, Clemens Lay uh, a couple of years ago created the Bitcoin computer protocol um, that was on Bitcoin Cash, made its way over to Bitcoin SV after the split. And then there, 
I mean, there's there's a bunch of other things. There's there's run now, which is is very popular. A lot of people really like the uh, flexibility um, of run. Uh, their their jig technology, uh, and then the fact that it's programmable in JavaScript. So there's there's a lot of reasons why one token protocol over another might get adopted. It could be simplicity of use, it could be simplicity of programming, or it can be simple interoperability. Now, I think the reason that the run-based tokens have uh, taken off is is probably two things. The main one is the fact that Almost everybody that works in development at all is at least capable of developing in JavaScript. And JavaScript is what run tokens are based on. And at some point, uh, basically the first guy who decided I'm going to use run kind of set the standard that, okay, then we should use run if we want to interact with the other guy using run. So this is everyone from uh, Brightview, for example, which, uh, what were they called? True reviews when they they, they first started. Uh, that was Connor Murray's project, and and Connor, he liked Run. Started with Run. So did David Case from Crypto Fights. Said I'm going to issue my assets using Run. So right there, you've got True reviews, and you've got Crypto Fights, and then now RelayX has adopted Run protocol, and and a number of others. So now uh, you have something like Shua Coin, which is really popular, uh, and something like Crypto Fights, which I think is going to be extremely popular, and then something like Bright view is is going to continue to increase in popularity over time, all using the same token protocol. And, and that would imply that, you know, if you believe in Gresham's law or Lindy effect or whatever else these people talk about, that anybody that wants to interoperate with the most valuable things is going to conform to the standard of the currently most valuable thing. And, and so if that's run, then it's run. Uh, however, run is also limited. There are reasons why you would want to perhaps use other things. So um, that's the that's some of the differences between some of these other platforms. Every one of them that I've looked at is actually very cool for their own reasons. There's Stoss tokens. There's uh, actually there's a bunch of proprietary ones, too. Um, so and I'm, I'm not going to go down the list and, and give you the pluses and minuses, because frankly, a lot of that is a little heady. Um, but um, that's that's where I'm seeing the most activity. There's the overview of that. Let's see what's. Can you clear up misconceptions about NFTs real quick? Um, an NFT is a is a one of one. So a non-fungible token is something that is not uh, like a, a dollar is always worth a dollar. You can interchange it for another dollar. There's no exchange rate. It's one to one. Okay, so that's fungible. Hey, there's your last opportunity. Use your Simply Cash wallet. Get that money. It's probably already gone. We got snipers in the audience. <sighs> but a non-fungible token, this would be like the difference between me Kurt and Alex Moon. We are different people. We are not fungible to one another. One Kurt does not equal one Alex, and one Alex does not equal one Kurt. We have similar attributes. We are both extremely handsome, intelligent, productive, hardworking uh, males <laughs> of the Western Hemisphere and similar genetics and, you know, whatever else. But, um, but we're not fungible. We're not the same person. We are very, very different in many ways too. So uh, the fungibility of, of something is, is, uh, is it, it interchangeable one-to-one -one with some other thing? So a non-fungible token would be like, a, <laughs> Alex, I agree with you for once. Thank you, Alex. Uh, so if it's non-fungible, this is like a, uh, you know, if, if you had a, a napkin that Kurt Cobain wrote some song lyrics on, like that's a one-of-a-kind thing that can't be duplicated. He's dead. He was a famous person because people loved his music and blah, blah, blah. There can only be one of those things. So that is itself a non-fungible 
thing. And if you were to create a digital facsimile of it and put it on the blockchain in order to resell it or even to just save it forever, that is a non-fungible token. Uh, What's happening with them in the BSV ecosystem? Well, a whole bunch of things. Uh, I, I think the crypto fights example is a really good one because I always picture this battle axe. Like I am going to win an incredible battle with a battle axe and that battle axe will then have that information that, that I won. And that makes that battle axe mine, but it, it in, increases its provenance. And when its provenance is increased, then I can pass that axe. Maybe I sell that axe. Maybe I put that axe in my will to my son, Ronan, or my daughter coming in two or three weeks. Uh, and it, it goes on forever uh, because of, of that. But there's a million other things. Technically, I mean, you can, you can tokenize anything as a non-fungible asset. You can tokenize your car or your cat or your marriage license or whatever can be an NFT. Got Joel Delays, somebody who I have not seen comment uh, on the live stream, but someone who owes, whose friendship I also appreciate greatly as I've known him for many years now. Saying, wait, what? You mean this Kurt NFT I have means I don't own you? It may confer some special rights, uh, and I may buy them back so that uh, the whole world doesn't think I owe them a giant favor. Any other questions, Alex? Let's fire some rapid fire ones if there are any. If we don't have a whole lot of questions, just let me know. I'll wrap this thing up. We're actually just over one hour right now, but I'm willing to go another 10 minutes for some good stuff. Tommy Sparks saying, Kurt, do you know of any BSV wallet providers that are working on a service to allow NLOC time transactions, or are we waiting for some extra plumbing to be initiated? I do not know any commercially available wallet providers. However, I would expect something like that to be offered more uh, more deliberately as a um, as a service. So uh, for something like that, uh, what would an NLOC time thing be? That would be like you know, distributing uh, proceeds of a trust or a will or something after a certain amount of time that makes sense. That sounds like something that you might want to enter like a multi-sig contract with where somebody uh, creates rules that make all these things like if this, then that, and they occur. And that doesn't really make sense for like a commercial wallet. I think that makes sense to be like a proprietary wallet and then offered by a company that provides a service. Um, So I would guess that things like that would come... uh, a little bit in the future, but the, the tech is there. Somebody's got to build the business model, which is why I always say, be the biz dev guy. You can, you can create these great ideas. Zatoshi saying next week, oh boy, I will give one BSV on Kurt's weekly live stream. You heard it here first. So be ready, everybody. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you get those notifications. So, you know, when you go live and you can get one whole free BSV on next week's episode, Rick Howard saying, Kurt, who do you pick to win March Madness? I am not a team sports guy. I'm sorry, Rick. I only really watch mixed martial arts. And even then, I don't watch a whole lot anymore. I used to be a big fan, but uh, team sports just don't do it for me. So I apologize. KP Dad, user 450, got any soon info? Hmm. What do I have that's soon? I knew about Mido.cash that just debuted today. Uh, but you can go check them out at mido.cash. You can hand out money to your friends. When they click the link, it lets them download the hand cash wallet and gives them whatever money you decided to send their way. So that's a pretty cool thing. I have heard a little birdie just told me, a birdie named Alex Moon, that uh, there's some Gorilla Dow information coming out in, in the soon. Uh, in fact, I, I heard from the great ape that uh, later this week, there might be a thing. So it would be cool uh, to see what the DAO is up to. I am a DAO member 
always very excited. Zatoshi asking, here's a, a personal question for Kurt. Thank you. Uh, Zatoshi, Kurt, how has it been being the Coin Geek historian so far? I have never, as a rule, worked well with a hierarchy above me. I've been self-employed for almost my entire life. And I can tell you right now uh, that the moment that I don't like CoinGeek, I will quit. I will leave as soon as I hate this company. However, I really like it here. Uh, they've given me a whole lot of room to breathe. Uh, the people that I work with are excellent. Uh, in fact, they allowed me to come on as this new role, this chief historian role, to tell, to tell the story of Bitcoin. Uh, I don't know that anybody else would allow me the breathing room and the space that I have to do research and to work with the people uh, behind the scenes. Some people whose names you would be shocked to hear I'm working with on information. And uh, it's incredible. I really, really love it here. I love what I do. Uh, and I love being the Bitcoin historian for CoinGeek. So I'm very grateful to uh, give a shout out to Tom, whose name I don't know if he wants uh Said it out <laughs> on, on the air, but Tom, who I work with, the guy who I directly report to is a hell of a boss. And so is Calvin. Uh, I, I really like working with Calvin and the other people that I get to work with too. It's been wonderful. So thanks for asking Z, my friend. Anything else, Alex? What do we got coming up? Joshua Arroyo. Kurt, have you ever considered being a guest on these crypto market gurus to explain BSV to their audience? I would love to do that. If you have connections, <laughs> by all means. So I have a lot of people and I'm really grateful for the people that tag me on Twitter. Like, hey, have Kurt on because there's always people asking for a Bitcoin expert. Uh, keep doing that because we're starting to penetrate. I was on Stefan Molino's show and, and some other people uh, last week. Uh, and I continue to be on on increasingly diverse shows of that uh, where I get to be the uh, I get to be the Bitcoin guy. So um, we frankly just need more inroads. We, we have our internal people that try to book me on shows. Uh, but really, you know, people don't want to have somebody on unless there's like a bunch of stuff bubbling up from them. Like, Hey, this guy's worth talking to. So I really kind of need you to go out there and, and let these other famous people know. Uh, I think we've got like a hundred thousand or 200,000 Shua coin, uh, grand prize out there for anybody that can get me on Lex Friedman's show. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll frankly go on anybody's show. I, it really doesn't, it doesn't inconvenience me. I love to do it. So if you can get me on, on your favorite podcast or whatever, that's awesome. I'll give you a shout out, uh, when you, when you give me the opportunity. DSB 28, Kurt, is there anything close to a book on objective history of Bitcoin? I would read that. I don't know that there is right now. So, uh, there's things being worked on. I can tell you right now that there's a documentary being worked on that's going to tell some of the uh, the history stuff that hasn't been told. I'm working on it, you know, in the periphery, uh, but I, I don't know the release date. Uh, I may write something myself at some point. So uh, I guess stay tuned for that. Maybe you can read uh, the history of Bitcoin from the perspective of this bald guy. Zatoshi, let's keep Kurt here for another hour. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'll do it, man. Keep the questions coming. Uh, and, and frankly, we don't know when I'm going to take my break. So, I mean, in theory, this could be the last show you see me for a couple of weeks. Uh, I do have a baby daughter coming, um, very soon. Uh, and she deserves a little shout out. I will tell you her name as soon as she's born. We're very excited to debut her to the world. Uh, it's going to be a good thing. So I should probably wrap up, uh, Don, let's see one more. I got hi, Kurt. 
Why are you going to get Peter Schiff on the show? He seems to change his mind about Bitcoin lately. I'd love to. Go get him. Go attack Peter, everybody. If you want Peter Schiff to be on my show or if you want me to be on Peter Schiff's show, let him know. I would love to do it. I'm very, very, very keen to talk to other intelligent people about why Bitcoin matters. So uh, I'm going to give a shout out. As I close down, I'm going to say thank you to my lovely wife, Natalie, for being my partner in everything and allowing me to have this ridiculous uh, schedule that I maintain for CoinGeek <laughs> and other things. Uh, my son, Ronan Atlas Wookert, the first, and then my daughter, whose name I will debut soon. Uh, and and really, thank you to all of you. This show wouldn't exist without you. Uh, I really appreciate the comments that come in here. Uh, these AMAs would not happen if people weren't curious about Bitcoin. And so you give me employment by, <laughs> by enjoying and, and uh, asking these questions. So uh, thanks to you, everybody. Thanks to Alex Moon. We're, we're trying to keep him out of prison. He's got to meet with his parole officer right after we get off the air to make sure uh, he's been you know, maintaining his, uh, you know, the stuff that he does. So join us again soon, uh, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time on Tuesdays. I think I said Tuesday before. It doesn't really matter. But uh, until next time, I'm Kurt Wooker Jr. saying peace out, be good to each other, have fun, live long and prosper. Happy spring, everybody. Bye-bye. This is buybsv.com, the quick and simple way to buy Bitcoin SV. You can't miss it. It says a quick and simple way to buy BSV on buybsv.com. It's safe and secure. Within an hour, you'll own BSV digital assets which means it's so quick and simple. So if you want to buy BSV, use buybsv.com. It does exactly what it says.